0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Teacher Emilio podcast. Here we have episode 15, and you read the title correctly. We will talk about Australian slang or Aussie slang. This question was asked by a follower on Instagram, so thank you so much for participating, and we will get started right away. Now, there must be many people planning to come to Australia or already in Australia that got here in 2022 now that the borders are open. And there are gonna be some questions about the way Australians speak. And let me tell you, (laughs) it is quite different, especially if you have been listening to lots of American movies, TVs, dramas. And I hope that this episode helps because you could, let's say, get an insight uh, into how Australians speak, things that they say, and obviously, this will not cover everything because the episode would be way longer than what it's going to be. But with that further ado, let's get started. Probably, sorry, the last thing I would say, this is a bit of a disclaimer, and it is that not everyone is going to be using all the words that you hear on this episode or the way that they would say certain things. Because a lot of this will depend on context. And at the end of the day, we cannot just say... All Australians say this, but rather there is a high chance or something that is quite common that is being said, or that is said here. And the first thing that I thought would be important to mention is the ending of the ER sounds. So for example, if you have words like water, river, in Australia, people would say water and river. This is, let's say, very similar to the British accent, Um, so for anybody that is Planning to come to Australia, be aware that people do not talk with that rolling R or with the R, let's say, pronunciation like we do, sorry, or like it is done in the United States or in Canada, for example. So be aware of that because it is something that it's gonna come up a lot. Like I said before, water, river, corner is not corner, is corner and... Yeah, I would say be mindful of that one. Another thing is if you are just recently in Australia or if you arrived recently, something that you may notice is that the way that you say different cities and different names are not the same as the way Australians say it. And I've got a few examples. The first one is the, the country's name. Many people say Australia or Australia and obviously that's not bad but when you if you want to say it the Australian way what you have to do is not pronounce the a but pronounce more like an s australia australia and it is something that again comes with practice so if you cannot get it this one or any other ones no stress with the name of the cities i am based in melbourne and many people say melbourne or Melbourne or something along those lines if you say Melbourne people may think that you're a tourist or they would know okay this person hasn't been here for too long normally Australians would say Melbourne and with Sydney not much of a change so I think in in terms of Australian cities um, Melbourne can be pronounced a bit differently like I just did we've got Sydney Perth we've also got Canberra. I should have mentioned this one earlier. That should have been the first one because it's the capital city. But Canberra. So we don't say Canberra or Canberra or anything like that. It's Canberra. Adelaide. But then you have other ones that the name can get a bit short. Oh, sorry. One more would be Darwin. Darwin doesn't change. But then you've got other cities that they've got their name and they have a different way to be called, let's say, and those would be Gold Coast, Brisbane, and Tasmania. So one more thing, and this is another topic, is that Australians love to shorten things. So for example, Gold Coast becomes Goldie, Brisbane becomes Brissy, and Tasmania, yep, maybe you guessed it correctly, Tasmania becomes Tassie. This doesn't apply, like I said, with all the cities, but it is something that you may pick up people saying this. Um, again, I've heard many people say, oh, yes, I am from Tassie. Um, and it's very common. To be very honest with you, uh, Goldie and Breezy is not or at least not in Victoria. It's not as popular as here in Tassie, maybe because Tasmania is closer to, to Victoria. Who knows? Maybe in Queensland it's more common to hear Goldie and Breezy. And with this, I mean, the list goes on and on in terms of how we can shorten different words. Let's say, for example, McDonald's, right? This one is probably one of the most well known. I mean, I don't even need to explain McDonald's, but McDonald's in Australia is called Macas. So again, we get something long, McDonald's, it becomes. Makas, Afternoon becomes Arvo. I know, (laughs) I'll say that one again. Arvo. Arvo means afternoon. And um, yeah, that one was a bit of a shock for me (laughs) too. Then we've got other ones like, let's say, for example, football. In Australia, football is quite common, but it's not the type of football you imagine. It's not American football and it is not soccer. It is Australian football and it is called footy. So football, footy, Um, a petrol station or a service station becomes a servo. Then we also have, for example, a and that would be a cup of tea. A cigarette would be a ciggy. And again, the list goes on and on. But I just wanted to tell you that you will pick up these little things. There are going to be times where Australians are going to shorten everything. Um, say, for example, another one that is quite common, you may hear this if you, well, I mean, you could hear this in probably different workplaces. It would be the smoker, and that is a smoking break or a break to go and smoke a cigarette or a ciggy. So <laughs> again, you will notice that a lot of all these things are going to be shortened and it's quite common. I would say that if obviously you hear at any point, I should have mentioned this earlier in the episode, if you listen to anything that an Australian says, look, the best thing to do would be to ask, just to double check. But most likely when you hear something that is quite short, that word probably has a longer name and um, just bear that in mind or keep that in mind. Another thing that is worth mentioning is that in Australia, there are many words that are said differently. Let's say, for example, I touched on some of this, but let's say, for example, we have got the pharmacy, right? So in America or like if you have been to the US or Canada, usually you have like a pharmacy or a drugstore. In Australia, you wouldn't see a drugstore. It would be called the chemist. And that's where you go to get your medicines and these different things. Then we've got, say, for example, the more common ones, like you have fries or French fries in Australia, they are called chips. So you'll hear there are a lot of chips, 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 fish and chips, uh, or like chips if you, I don't know, go to a party or like you're sharing some, um, you know, like, let's say snacks with friends. One that... I didn't know that this one was like an Australian or a British thing. But then I was told by some friends from the US is that in Australia, people do not say parking lot. People say car park. Apparently, that's also like something a bit British. Then we have like uh, things like the bottle shop and the bottle shop is where you go to buy alcohol. So if you want to get a few drinks, you would go to the bottle shop or you could also say to the bottle o. Not many people say Bottle O from, in my experience, I would say, but you may see some of the signs for the shop. It would say Bottle O. That, that one is quite common. Uh, then we have, I, I mentioned this one before, we have the petrol station, but you could also hear people saying the servo, which would be the service station. Then we have another one that is a bit different and it is Milk Bar. Um, I don't know the equivalent of that in American English or another. I don't know. Let's say yeah, in American English or in the U.S. and Canada, but a milk bar is simply is, is similar to um, ah, is similar to this uh, convenience store that um that you could get like various things for home, but um but it's not exactly a convenience store. I would say that a milk bar can be like a small convenience store probably that could be. A good way to put it. So if you see it, it's not a bar where it's not a bar where people drink milk. No. Another thing, and this one really got me, was that, for example, the word cookies is not too common. You may hear more the word biscuits. So many times you would see people eating biscuits with tea, or you maybe offered a biscuit. This happened to me once. Someone said to me, "Hey, mate, would you like a biscuit?" And I just looked at it and I'm like, oh, yes, a cookie. And then it's like, no, 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 a biscuit. So that one is another one that you need to know that it's going to be quite common. Biscuit, not cookie. Talking about sweet things, there is another thing. And it is that in Australia, when you talk about something sweet or like sweet things for like a party or to take something to share with your friends, classmates, you would say... To go and buy lollies. And lollies is the equivalent of sweet snacks or sweets. Lollies do not doesn't mean lollipops. So just be aware of that. Um, and on this same note, I mean, another one that I've got here is, say, for example, if any, I don't know, maybe some of you may have a friend or someone is coming with their family. And if you ever need to buy diapers... In Australia, diapers is not that common. What we would say is nappies. So if you ever needed to buy some diapers for your baby, you would say nappies. And this just reminded me of another one, which is serviettes. It's not very common to say the word napkin. If you say napkin, people will understand. And with most of these examples, people will know what you're trying to say, but it's just gonna be Hmm, I would say it's going to be a better experience for you overall if you start using some of these words. So instead of saying napkins, serviettes. If you, again, if you haven't been to Australia or if you, let's say, had a lot of American influence, um, so you would say you're welcome. But in Australia, people don't really say you're welcome. I mean, in my 10 years, I have heard it probably, I don't know, I cannot put a number, but let's say very 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 few times and what you would hear instead is no worries you're gonna hear that you're gonna hear that word all the time no worries mate no worries no worries no worries oh thanks for your help yep yeah, no worries you may be wondering or, or maybe if you are like me you're listening to this episode and I've said this to many students and I would say most people <laughs> start laughing and I to me it was really puzzling because When people said to me, oh, no worries, the first thing that I thought is, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about anything. I'm just saying thank you. And this is something that, again, could happen to many of you. No worries is just, again, a way of saying you are welcome. It is very friendly. It is mm, quite polite, too. You may also hear something like, no problem or all good. Those are probably other ways of saying uh, you're welcome. And there is another one that you will hear a lot too. And I've had a bit of trouble. Well, I had some, again, similar to the no worries, you know, that I said, oh, I'm not worried. I had another one that really confused me and it was the word cheers. Here in Australia, when we say cheers or when people use the word cheers, it's not just for making a toast. The word cheers can be used as thank you. And again, it's a really friendly way of saying thanks. It's like, oh, cheers, mate. And it's the same as saying, oh, thanks, mate. And again, you will hear people saying cheers a lot. And again, if you hear people saying cheers, it's not that they are, you know, having a toast or anything. It's because they're saying thank you. Another one, and this just reminded me of another one that is very similar to these ones here, are that you could also hear people saying ta instead of saying thank you or instead of saying cheers, people will say ta. And ta means thank you. I would say that ta is not that common, or sorry, or not as common as cheers, but you can hear it a few times. And this, again, relates to the ones we said before that is like something long and then it's shortened, right? So thank you becomes ta. Another one that it's extremely, well, not extremely common, but it's, it's a, something that many of us say when we get here. And it is something that, well, I don't want to say that it's wrong, but there is a better thing to say. And it is the word so-so. Usually when we learn English or like probably, again, with a lot of American influence, you would say, I'm good or I'm bad and so-so, which is somewhere in the middle, right? It's like you're not good and not bad. Okay. And in Australia, actually, that's not... That, common so you will rarely hear Australians saying the word so-so. If you want to say so-so you can say not bad. That one is extremely common and you will hear that a lot so if someone asks you hey Emilio or hey how are you going is everything okay instead of saying mm, so-so you could say mm, not bad. So you're, you're basically again Taking it from the literal meaning, you're saying it's not bad, but it's not good. So it's the same meaning as so-so, but it's just another way of saying it. Australians are very funny because they sometimes what they say is not what it means. Let's say, for example, if you hear a conversation or if someone says, how are you? Many times you can say just good, um, but you can also use the one I just told you, but you change it a little bit. So you don't say not bad, you would say not too bad. And when you say not too bad, it's got that positive touch. And it's funny because not too bad means good. But then if you are bad or if you are not good, you would say not too good. And and you will notice this between Australians when they talk to each other. It's like, hey, how's it going, Mike? Uh, not too good. Oh, what happened, Mike? Da, 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 da. And then obviously it's got like that negative tone. So not too good is bad and not too bad is good. (laughs) Uh, It's funny to say it, but it's just crazy confusing. I've got one that it's also quite crazy confusing. Well, to me, it's uh, really interesting because I don't think this happens in many places. And it is when you ask someone something, let's say for example, that I asked someone, hey, Maybe we should go and watch that soccer game, right? Or if we should go and watch a footy game. I could say to a colleague or to a friend, to someone, and then that person may say to me, yeah, nah. I want you to think about it for a second. Imagine if I, if you could hear that, what do you think that would mean? Yeah, nah. In that case, it actually means no. It is, uh, I don't know, I'm guessing that it has to do with the way Australians, um, don't want to be very confronting or they, they care about your feelings. They don't want to come across as being very blunt or direct. So instead of saying no, they will say like, yeah, nah. It's like, oh, sounds like a good idea. Actually, no. Or like, oh, maybe we can do it. No, no, no. Maybe no. Right. So if you hear the if you hear, yeah, nah, it means no. And the other way around is like, nah, yeah. And in that case, <laughs> nah yeah would mean that yes you want to do something. So again, let's say hey maybe we should go to the pub and get some drinks. Nah yeah let's go to the pub, right? So it, so it starts with like a no I don't want to do that or maybe no let's not do that. But then it's like nah you know what let's go let's go. So quite a funny pair that one that we have there. Not too bad and not too good and then. Yeah, nah, and nah, yeah. And sometimes (laughs) you could get a mix and this is when it gets really tricky. I've heard people saying, yeah, nah, nah, yeah, yeah, nah, nah, yeah. And then it's like, okay, so is it yes or is it no? (laughs) So you gotta pay close attention to some of those. And now this just reminds me of a few phrases or a few things that Aussies say and then I thought it would be good to mention them because maybe some of you may be, may listen to them and you may wonder, okay, what, what are they saying? One of them, it's probably like the most famous one, and it's the word mate. Um, mate is basically a friend, someone that you know, don't... Well, sometimes you can call someone you don't know a mate, but I would be very careful with uh, when people say mate. Um, I've got a funny story one time. I used to work selling uh, um, electricity companies door to door and there were a few kids and I was talking to them like, hey, how are you going, mate? And then I was trying to be friendly, right? I was trying to come across as something, someone nice. And then this uh, kid, I mean, or young boy, he would have been like maybe six or seven, I don't know. And he said to me, don't mate me. And it is the first time I heard that. And so I asked him, why not? And he's like, "Don't mate me. I'm not your mate." So that was like, "Okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say mate anymore." <laughs> that may be a bit of trauma because I don't use mate that much. Maybe it's because that kid said that to me. So again, and this is just a, a way to prove that sometimes you could use it, but you gotta be really careful. I would say, or my recommendation would be, listen to it a fair bit before you start using mate, just so that you. Let's say, don't, don't make as many mistakes as I did. Obviously, with a, probably most of these ones, you're going to make some errors. And and by all means, go for it. Have a go and use these words. But just um, be patient, okay? Be patient because it's something that, again, you, you're going to get. You could get a funny story uh, or a fun interaction like this. Another one that people say a lot is "good you. And I remember one time another teacher said to me, hey, Emilio, guess what? One time I had a student and this student said to me, teacher, what is good onion? Good onion. And then it took me a while to understand. And I was like, oh, of course, good onion. And good onion means like good on you. But if we say it quickly, it sounds like good onion. And normally we say this when someone does something good. Maybe a friend shares something good that they've done, like, oh, look, I completed this new project, or I got a promotion at work, or who knows? I mean, something good happened, right? And then you go, oh, good on you. So, like, congrats, well done. And then, in in a similar sense, when you are with friends, or like you're in a friendly environment, you may hear the word legend. And legend is used to describe someone that is like pretty nice um, or like if someone does something really nice for the whole group, it's like, oh, mate, you're a legend. Thank you. So imagine, again, let's say that I'm in a bar with some friends or I am, I don't know, with some of my colleagues or maybe I'm at work and then I basically bring something for me, but also for everyone else, right? Maybe some people would say, oh, mate, you're a legend. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. So again, notice how, in a sentence, we just combined all these different things. Um, So legend is quite common and champion is quite similar to legend. So it's again, basically like doing something cool, doing something nice for other people. It's like, oh, champion, awesome. Thank you for that. And um, it's, I would say, very, very casual. You wouldn't probably say that to your boss or, you know, you would be on a more casual environment with friends, most likely. And then another one um, that can happen basically, uh, let's say with anyone is when you hear the word fair enough. That one, oh my goodness, fair enough. Is it fair, is it enough? It just doesn't make much sense to me or didn't make much sense to me. I think an easy way to put it is like when something is all right, like understandable, it's like, oh, okay, fair enough. So for example, oh, look, I don't know, maybe we could say that um, it was raining really badly and I couldn't catch the tram because the tram was late. I was late too. Something happened. I had to get an Uber to go to work. Then maybe someone would say, oh, yep, fair enough. It's like, "Mm, okay, that's all right. I would have done that in that situation. So it's got that, um, let's say, feeling of, okay, I get it or, yep, I got you. So again, very common. Uh, fair enough. Now, some honorable mentions, and I've got two phrases that are probably quite well known. You may have seen this in a movie, or you may have heard someone saying this, or like, oh, people in Australia say this. And here we go. The first one is fair income. And fair income is another way of saying, like, true, of course. But to be very honest, fair income, or at least in my experience, I have almost never heard someone saying, oh, fair income might. It is more of an expression that you know that may, some people may use, but it's not something that you may hear that much on a day to day basis. So that's honorable mention number one. Honorable mention number two is going to be put the shrimp in the barbie or something along those lines. Because to be honest, I haven't heard that one too much. But I think it's from an ad or something in the US, I don't know, or a TV show. But just to keep things simple, I have never, I repeat, I've never heard an Australian say, yeah, put the shrimp in the barbie or whatever, or something related to that. It is usually Australians telling other foreigners or telling people that they do not say it. So if you have heard that phrase and you want to, you know, like... Obviously tell something nice or something that you know about Australia to Australians. Do not use that one because it is something that people never say. And well, I want to say a big thank you because we have covered a fair bit of Aussie slang or like let's say aspects of Australian English in this episode. And again, I really appreciate that you may be joining us from home. Maybe you're cooking a dish or who knows? Maybe you're going to work. You may be commuting. You're going for a walk and you made me part of your day. So thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. And again, if you've got any questions or if you've got any other slang that you have maybe heard and it is very unclear and you would be like, hey, Emilio, you could add these other slangs too on another episode. Please let me know. My Instagram is at teacheremiliod. emilio and again this could be a really good way to keep this one going if you've got any questions or if you need any help when it comes to improving your english passing english exams just get in touch because i can help with that and if you've got any other questions you can also submit them through my instagram once again thank you so much for joining me and i'll see you on the next episode thank you and bye for now